Welcome to another edition of the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable. Yes, we're back for version 2.0 of the EP Korea. Shang Shuao Aura. Yes, the Aura EP Korea Shang Shuao is a fantastic release that we'll be reviewing tonight. We did it version 1.0. Cigar Coop, William Cooper handed out uh, specific uh, cigars that coordinated with our birth year according to the, the uh, Chinese calendar. And tonight we're actually doing a round two with an entirely different cigar. So welcome everybody. We've got a fantastic show on hand. And of course, we've got an amazing guest that decided to return as well. Um, so well, I'm so excited to welcome back. Um, so without further ado, let's get to further introductions. Of course, we have Ben Lee, William Cooper, and none other than Fred Rui. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Outstanding. We lost one. We did lose one. Nielsen's, uh, one. yeah, he's, he's having dinner or something, yes. right? Oh, I was like, I was like, we lost Ben already? What the no, fuck? No, no, no. I know. That's what I thought he was saying, too. I'm like, how do we lose? I yeah, see everybody. I was, like, well, how, I was like, so, like, we're good. We're totally well, good. Well, wait, yeah, we have, yeah, we have a quorum. We have a quorum. We have so. a quorum. <laughs> we can make cigar decisions now. We can, yeah, yeah. we can, we but, can uh, properly. Review the fucking cigar now. It's good stuff. It has been a busy few months, guys. I mean, Barry and I were talking about this last night. We have just all been schedules have been with personal commitments, uh, other commitments. It's just been very, very, and I'm glad we finally were able to get this one going tonight. So, um, because it's been a while since we've been on, so it's all good, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited tonight on this one. So um now this year this this time we are not um doing birthdays. We just everyone has a random cigar. Right. That I right. when I split the right. box up I sent everyone a second cigar. So um and then we actually got a response from our audience like do it again. Do it again. They really liked it. So both of the audience members. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so we're doing it again. We uh, are. Yep. So uh, I'm pretty excited about this. So, all right. So, what cigar? I'm do nervous. You have I'm to... nervous because I, I, my cigar from the first show was laid down. Probably, I think going to be the best cigar that was in the box, and it was Year of the Horse. I mean, I, I didn't. You know, I, you guys are way better at the whole, like, you know, all the flavor notes and all the other stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it was just a start to finish solid cigar. So I'm nervous about going so to another the cigar. Guy who manufactured cigars for a living, telling us yeah, that we're I, better than him. Yeah, wait, I don't equate it to like I've got like you know Skittles from 1979. I've got. Oh, yeah, I mean, you got. I mean, I've never said. I that. don't have that. I've never said that. I didn't say you said that. Why? So you're no, defensive. Like, right out of the gate. I did. Did I say bear? No, I did not say bear. That's true. That's true. But uh, yes, <laughs> but my my palate is immaculate. Yeah, but 19, 1979 Skittles, man, they just weren't. They just like it wasn't a good year, man. It wasn't a good year. It was a great year. It's before they came out with the red dye number seven that was bad for you. I mean, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? That's true. How did we get on Skittles? I don't, I, don't, you know, Fred, I start a Fred sentence Rui. and I don't Fred know where it's going to end. I'm halfway through the sentence and it look, they're not all winners, people. They're not all winners. <laughs> yeah. I had to go get. But clean. I have, I have year of the rat. Like I said, I'm nervous because I, the one I had last time was phenomenal. Obviously, this is a completely different blend. As is everybody's cigar on the show, we have a completely different blend. Uh, if you're following along, and I'm sure we'll go into a deeper dive on it, but every cigar in that box was a completely different blend. Very ambitious project. Uh, it wasn't a cheap project by any means, uh, and we had kind of mixed reviews on some of them. It was a gorgeous box, gorgeous appearance on all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, I've got the uh, Year of the Rat, so I've got the Torpedo. They've got the bands on the bottom. That is an empty box because we have all the cigars. 
I have one left, and it um it's the dragon and that's going on the review on the coop site. So that's why I have the dra- the dragon was all back, uh, knowing that would be up for the year to dragon. So yeah, coop's, hold- coop's holding out on this man. He only hands us eighty dollars cigars only twice in one right. Year. We only got two. I mean, yeah, geez. but they were very Shit. nice. The the really the EPC team was really nice to send us this box. Um, and the best thing about this is to share it with friends. Um, but what's different about this, like everyone's doing Chinese Zodiac cigars, but this one was different because they did the whole Zodiac one blend per one blend for each, uh, uh, year of the 12 Zodiac years. So, yeah. And they released them all at once. And that, you know, that was our discussion. I remember the last one talking about whether they would do it again. And I, I said, I don't think there's any way they would just because one, how do you repeat it? How do you justify changing blends for all of them? And, and two, I can't imagine, I mean, the, the project, I don't remember what the run size was, but it wasn't big. I mean, just to, to stop a factory and, and, you know, do this ambitious project for what is essentially a small run and, and certainly well worth it. But I just don't see him doing that again. Yeah, it was a 2,500 box run. Each box sold for $1,000. Um, so do the math, people. Do the math, it's like 80, 80 and change per cigar. <laughs> I did, and Fred, like you, I did not see these boxes broken up anywhere. Now they were originally um, going to be distributed in the Asian market, but from what I understand, some U.S. retailers did get their hands on these. That's usually what happens: is they could the U.S. retailers could still go to the Asian distributor and get these things. So I think that's mm-hmm. what happened in this case here. Um, every cigar is a six and one eighth by fifty two Bellicoso, which I don't know if we talked about this last time, but Ernesto isn't really he doesn't do a lot of Bellicosos these he days. Do these, yeah. He doesn't do a lot of these these days. So um Bellicosa Fino, the block room that was, yeah. was the one we came up last time. But in the EPC line, um I noticed I think there was a La Historia that was a Bellicoso that, that was no, I think a couple of the Perez Carrillo ones had it, right? The Encore had a Bellicoso as well. Right. About yeah. So but you don't see a lot of these, you know, just coming out of that factory. So, and from what I understand, Ernesto, like this was a project. He just didn't take 12 blends off the shelf. I, from what I understand, he really worked through these blends for a while. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, talk about a hefty project. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry. Catch I was going to say, so what, okay. So like I had a year of the rabbit last time. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought it was, I thought it was the best cigar of all of them. So, all right. But it was it totally was that, your wheelhouse, dude. It, totally yeah, it was Connecticut, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, um, San Andreas, no broadleaf, Connecticut broadleaf binder and Nicaraguan filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this time, I got the year of the monkey. That's the one I have. So what do you what did you have, Bear? I forgot what what your original. So was. mine was the year of the pig because that's that again they coop coordinate those with our our actual zodiac signs. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, mine was the year of the pig, which was Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Ecuadorian binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. Uh, so it was actually one of like just a couple, like there were there, um, there was only one, I believe like one or two that had like single fills, only one or two that had doubles. Um, you know, like I think something like that, but like, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I actually have year of the dog this year, this time. So that's, um, the one that I'm going to be smoking tonight, which yep. again, it's a, the, the bellicosa size as well as we were talking about. Um, but yours was the, what did you have again, Ben? What was yours? The, the original one was the year of the rabbit. That's my, 
birthday Rabbit, zodiac. Right. Yeah. Yep. This one is the the monkey. You're the monkey. Fred, what did you what did you like what was that what'd you say, Bear? I'll just be interesting to see like what differences we find and like what if we really like like I think I like Fred was the highest on his. I think you were right behind him or right there. Like I really enjoyed mine. Like we'll be interested to see like how they fall this time around. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Uh Fred, what did you have and what do you have now? I had Year of the Horse last time. Uh, and that was a Jalapa Rosado Mexican binder. And it was, it was like loaded with like Dominican, Nicaraguan, Brazilian. It was like a very complex blend. Uh, I have year of the rat this time, which is going to be the Brazilian. I, I hate saying this word. Brazilian. <laughs> Paraca. Paraca. I hate saying that word. Uh, the binder's Ecuadorian and the filler, I believe is only Nicaraguan. So, uh, it, it should be. Should be pretty clean, not as complex as the last one, um, but I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I, I like Ernesto. I like a lot of cigars he makes. I think he's a, I think he's a very, very good blender. Yep. Hey, what did you have, and what do you have now? Um. So I had the last time the year of the sheep, which I think I was towards the bottom. I don't know if it was me or Nielsen who had the lowest score, but I was definitely not doing handstands with that particular cigar. So um, this time around, I have the Year of the Snake. And the one thing that's a little different about Year of the Snake compared to all of the other blends, uh, this is a Nicaraguan Puro. So it's all Nicaraguan. Um, and the wrapper is that Jalapa wrapper, but it's Claro shade as opposed to the Rosado, Fred, that you had on the horse hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that this is... Um, this is the one puro that was in the set. Um, so, uh, but I, I was, I had my last one was a, a Sumatra, which, uh, in fairness, um, I'm not a big Sumatra fan, right? So, yeah, I remember surprising. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. you had the Sumatra, and uh, if I remember right, if you're like me, the Sumatra is either a big win or a big miss, right? Yeah, right. Same with yeah. me. Yeah, it's it's there's no gray area when it comes to Sumatra with me. Um, so you, it either makes it or it doesn't. And Ernesto has had some Sumatras that he's released that I've liked. It's not like he hasn't really, you know, he's done some stuff for himself and Crown Heads that have used Sumatra, and I've enjoyed it. Um, but in this particular one, it just didn't do it for me. So, um, so we were doing it. The other thing is, folks may notice we do know the blends this time around. Which last time we guessed the blend, but. When we kind of recapped the show, we went through the blend, so um, the, the secret was out of the bag. So we're not doing the blend guessing this time. We know our blends, uh, so it's a little different this time. Oh, we can guess this time, but if hey, you guys, get them wrong, it's pretty some... pretty late. <laughs> yeah, I got some feed. I got some feedback that my volume is low. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you, yeah, you sound fine. Yeah, it seems a little okay. normal to me. Yeah, you All seem right. fine. You seem fine. All right, Dennis in the chat's like talking about so 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 what Dennis is saying is he wants me to yell a lot more. We can do that. Well, um, look, no one has the volume level the coop does, so yeah, you are lower than coop. I mean, <laughs> well, problem is if I turn this down like a notch, I get the complaints. You're too low. It's a so I have to keep the gain up, otherwise I get. And and there's nothing worse when you do these shows than getting audio complaints. By the way, because there's there are yeah. people are very less forgiving about audio. So, mm -hmm. weird. Thousand yeah, percent. Well, yeah. All right, so we're ready to tag all these things. Can we, can we light? Yeah. Let's do it. All right.
I mean, it is a cigar show. Jeez. Yeah, we should light a cigar. At least that's what they say. All right, Bear, I'm doing the angle cut. Yes, sir. Yes, um, you are. Yes, I am, sir. I am, I am not. But uh, I always do. I'm gonna be consistent. And nothing. I just I'm consistent. I want to be consistent with the last time and when I smoked the dragon as well. Fred, Fred Ruri, Renaissance man. Look at you. I, I always do. I, I got that from uh, Hanky and Avo years ago. If anybody's wondering, by the way, what we're talking about, it's cutting bellicosas or torpedoes at an angle. Get a little more. The, the idea behind it is to get a little bit more airflow through the cigar. Um, this is particularly important if you find yourself. And this is, this is also my pet peeve, by the way, when people <laughs> punch cigars that are too big of a ring gauge. And especially on a milder cigar, when you get to that last third, it really can start to get bitter because that's the buildup. Uh, so this just enables you to actually get more of the the blend, more airflow through it. Uh, so we just kind of cut it at a little bit of an angle like that, which just kind of increases the top a little bit. It also, you know, people that are, look, yes. cutting torpedoes and bellicoses are challenging to begin with because you just like don't know exactly how much to cut. And there's, you know, obviously it's 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 difficult to to roll a cigar to that point where you, you get inconsistencies a little bit. And that helps alleviate some of that as well. Now, I'll tell you, this is going to sound goofy as hell, but on this cigar, okay, the, the draw for mine is perfect. It's a perfect milkshake draw, but I swear to God, this, the, the cold draw flavor to this t tastes like a fresh habanero pepper. <laughs> That's just like it. Oh, I bet that just, that just fills your soul with girlish glee, doesn't it? Because that's nothing, nothing, nothing like better than a pepper bomb. It's something else, man. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> interesting. Like I've, I've never had a flavor like this ever, you know, but it's got that kind of green kind of fruity floral of the habanero pepper. I'm going to light it up though. I'm going to go ahead and spark it up. I'm getting I feel a, like someone needs to make a dual lingo for regular people to cigar media reviewers, like, you know, a dual lingo. So you like learn how to speak their language. You know. Well, I think I think you're onto something. I know I know you're speaking a little tongue in cheek, Fred, but like I think you're onto something there too. Um but like there's a I think there's a really big disconnect between a lot of stuff. We talk about this stuff all the time. Like the difference between strength and body and flavor. Like it's it, like it's such a fine line, but yet there's there's so many people that like misunderstand when you say like, Oh, that's full flavor. Oh, that's full bodied you know, or, you know, that's full strength. Like they're, they're three separate things, even though like they, people get, get the wires crossed and don't understand what it means. Well, you know Good what? Point. We got time. Let's talk about it right now while we're lighting up. We got time. Let's talk about we got what's time. the difference between body flavor and strength. Am I going to speak from authority here? Is this what we're doing? We're absolutely. I I think I was gonna say we could. I mean, we could talk to the guy who actually manufactured cigars for a living. You know, that might. No, look, we can all weigh in on it. I mean, look, like, like going backwards, the obvious, the strength one is the most obvious, and it's the one that everybody probably mostly agrees on. Um, you know, you know a stronger cigar. You know a cigar that, like, look, that's not the cigar that you're not. You're not well. Uh, you know, you might want to have eaten beforehand. Like, it, it, for me, if I'm talking about stronger cigars. Those are like after I've had a big steak dinner, 
or something like that. And I'm grabbing a single malt and I just, I want that stronger, uh, that stronger cigar for me, as far as strength is concerned and strength, you know, to bear's point, strength gets thrown around a lot. Um, we, we have a tendency to talk about body and flavors and stuff like that a little bit differently. Um, but strength is usually probably the one that everybody kind of agrees on. Now yours, what's strong to you may be different to me. I mean, we, we can, you know, I may say it's a medium and you say, it's, you know, it, it's a full, but I mean, I think strength is probably one that everybody kind of has a pretty good idea of. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, Fred. I think that strength is like the easiest one to like de determine and dictate. Right. So like when you talk about strength, again, it's, it's how it's implied, but like, yeah. Okay. I don't see the full flavor. The, I'm sorry. Yeah. The full flavor thing sometimes really, I, I don't know. I know a body, I can understand what body is, but I think sometimes when the body is like low, flavored is kind of comes in there as a cliche to say, oh, it's full flavored. Does that make sense? I don't even like, know what full flavored means. I don't even, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, what, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that part I don't know what that means. means. Because body makes some sense. It's, it's, it's the weight on your palate of the flavors, right? So, yes. But then I don't understand what full, like full flavored. I've never, like, if you see my reviews, I don't even talk about that part. I think it's I, they're use interchangeably to be honest. Flavor I think they are too. Body is yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Really. I, I think I, that I think that the, I think that they divide it though. I think when you're talking about let's 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 add strength or add body in there. When we start talking about stronger cigars, it's easy to say full bodied. Can you say a full bodied mild cigar? Because then you start to go, it's flavorful. You start to say talk about the nuances of the flavor, but those aren't heavyweight cigars necessarily. No, yeah. they're not. Right. So I think that the difference I think there's there I think there is room for full flavored in the point of discussion because I think full flavored regards to like you were talking about boldness, right? Like that refers to like or body. That refers to the weight on the palate. You talk about strength, mm -hmm. that's like that's the intensity of the smoke. And flavored is how deep it is. Right, like how depth, of, how the depth of flavor. So like, complex. like we're talking about. So if you say a cigar is complex, yeah, then you're talking about some. You're talking about like more fully flavored and everything. Now the, and that's where I kind of think. I think this part, you know, fully flavored kind of comes up for debate. So like Coop says, like I don't even use that nomenclature. Well, that's fine, but I think there's room in for room for it in the like the point of discussion because I think that like if you take comparison, like let's take let's take a Mac Macanudo Hyde Park. Right, and you take a high Clare Castle, Victorian. Like those are very similar cigars. They're both they're both they're both mild in strength, but one is definitely got more body, and the other one has one has definitely more flavor. One has more depth, more complexity. To your point, Fred, and one is heavier on the palate than the other. Yeah, I mean, when I do reviews, I use all three, right? And, and so strength, we, we know what that is, right? Body is what we already talked about. It's kind of the mouthfeel, right? Like how how it, it reacts on your palate. And to me, full flavor has to do with the intensity of the flavors that I'm getting on the palate mm -hmm. from the cigar I'm smoking, right? So sure. if, they're more, if they're more finesse and they're a little bit harder to detect, to me, that's kind of mild flavor, right? But if if you got intense flavors, right, you know, and you you could it's easily to distinguish the different notes. To me, that's full flavor. That's that's the way how I approach it in my reviews. I'm not a fan of strength for strength's sake. 
um, you know, yeah, the right. stronger the stronger a cigar gets, it gets difficult to t- taste a lot of the different subtleties. It it, it tends to get less complex. Uh, honestly, if somebody just wants a strong cigar just for the sake of being strong, you stuff it through a Lajero and and you can use less than grade A, grade B tobacco because you throw enough Lajero in it, it doesn't matter. It 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 just gets you know it's like it's like you know putting ketchup on something because you don't want a taste of it, you just want a taste of ketchup. You know, uh, you you can bury it in there. Uh, I, to me, yeah. can you have a medium cigar that ha- that is is complex? That you know, it's not just strong for strong. Look, sometimes you want a strong cigar. That's okay, but I mean, there's not a lot of strong flavor. I mean, to me, you take the if you want a stronger cigar or fuller bodied, you take that as high as you can. But then there's a point you have to stop because you start to lose all these underlying. It's like throwing Tabasco on something, you lose all these other flavors if you do that just for strength, just throwing Lajero in it. Yeah, we've we've talked about that a lot because that's a huge pet peeve of mine to throw in Lajero for the sake of just adding a bunch of strength to where mm-hmm. you get, it's like you're getting kicked in the mouth with power, but there's no flavor. And if you do get it, it's bitter and earthy and that's all you can get. Or, and maybe some pepper, you don't, there's no nuance to it. It's just strength. And that for a while there in the cigar industry, it seemed like that was the thing that everybody was mm-hmm. trying to put out strong cigar, strong cigar, strong cigar, tastes like shit. But a strong cigar, strong cigar, and it was it, to me it was just so damn frustrating, because to me strength is the least thing I care about in a cigar. I don't care if it's mild, full, whatever. I want flavor. It's the number one thing to me. Flavor. Yep. You Man, know? we talk about this with hot sauce. You and I talk about this with hot sauce. Like there's pain, yes. and there's heat, and I, I want heat. I want flavor. I want depth. Yep. Because pain is just fucking pain. Like, and that's to your point, Fred, about La Hero. It's the same. We were talking about this before we went on air, too. It's like with beer, it's with IPAs. Like, IPAs exist solely to hide mistakes by the brewer. Because you can fuck <laughs> up an IPA in the brewing process, and it doesn't fucking matter because it, like, it tastes like an IPA. Like, um, but you, you screw up a lager, and that's, that's yeah, you don't want... Daddy, don't want any of that, man. I, I would po- I would pose that, you know, for me, when Nicaraguan cigars first came online, they were a lot stronger um, to me. And, you know, granted that, you know, they, they were because they were different. But to me, the evolution of Nicaraguan cigars was when they started backing off strength for strength's sake and started embracing the subtleties and bring it down a notch. That's when they got really good. That's when, yeah. that's when they got, you know, that's when we got to taste all the other flavors. When we are only dealing with Estee Lajero and Condega Lajero and they're stuffing them in there, I'm like, okay, I got it. They're strong, but I wasn't getting all the subtleties. Now you look at people out of there. Uh, you mentioned Nick Miller earlier, you know, Dion, things like that. Guys that can go out there and put out straight up medium cigars with just a ton of flavor. That didn't happen when Nicaragua first came online, yeah. in my opinion. Well, that was a percent like... Yeah, I think that the two people that really on the market that do it, like with just, just absolute, just, and Dion's been doing it for a long time, but like Rainier does it too. Rainier doesn't hardly ever use Lajero mm-hmm. in HVC cigars. Yeah. Um, I think you had Lajero in this blend, and I, I don't know why it's escaping me, but you were, we were talking about medium cigars with complexity. Um, Fred, when we were talking, like Martial Law, one of my favorite cigars mm-hmm. you've ever made, mm-hmm. man. And that, that was the, quintessential right amount of spice like mm-hmm. 
decent, like really decent sweetness that really kind of rounded out that blend. That yeah. was just really, really there had there was so much depth to it, which is why I enjoyed it. So yeah, much. it was yeah, I appreciate it. And it was an opposite thing for me for Connecticut Fuerte because it was the idea of still embracing the wheelhouse of Connecticut, but just giving it a little bit more. The guy that wasn't gonna go stronger, but Connecticut didn't mean that like it was basically flavorless, you know, that you tasted it. And we've all had some that are just like, wow, this is this is really nothing was adding a little bit to it. But, you know, I, I think, you know, like Nicaragua's obviously come a long way. Um, but I, I think when they embrace and back off the, 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 the heat aspect or the hot aspect that kills you uh, with just stuffing it through a Lajero and, and now the blends out of there are really good. I think DR is going through the opposite spectrum of we didn't think that DR was necessarily capable of stronger cigars. Yep. Uh, with the exception of a few, I, I'm not going to say gimmicks, but there were a few that were out there. They're, they weren't gimmicks. They were just a different attempt to do it. So Nicaragua had to dial down. Dominican Republic had to learn to dial up uh, in, in a lot of ways. And, and what was great about the two countries in their own right before they started doing that is that Nicaraguan had, you know, the spice and stuff like that that didn't exist in you know, Dominican Republic as much. But DR also had way more floral notes than Nicaragua ever had. Uh, and so they've all learned to kind of do that. And then I think the big thing is it's like when winemakers finally started going outside their own, you know, when we had Meritage come out, I mean, now, you know, cigar makers aren't afraid to cross borders, cross countries or whatever, and work in little bits of another country's tobacco in there. And now we're getting, that's why we're getting some of the best cigars ever because they're embracing all of it. I didn't get a chance to talk about my cigar. <laughs> we hit, none of us have yet. No, I didn't talk about the pre drawer. Oh, well, go ahead. This was really unique. Um, Neither did I, Coop. It's fine. I mean, okay. we're off the rails. Okay. But I wanted to mention mine because before we kind of get too far, I was getting a black tea note off this thing, which is not something I normally get off a, a, a pre-light draw. It was really just black tea I was getting. Um, so a little different. I, that's not something I expected from an – if I had picked this up blind, I wouldn't have thought that was an Ernesto cigar at all. It wasn't very sweet. It had a little bit of bitterness to it, but the bitterness wasn't um, it wasn't overpowering. So, um, which was good. You know, it didn't kind of you know it was just it's just that touch of bitterness that you get, which I think is sometimes really good in the flavor profile. So I'm getting that that for sure uh, on the pre-light draw. It was this black Tino coming through? Well, it's funny you say that, Coop, because like on my pre-light, like I definitely got it was like a cup of Earl Grey with some like like milk to it. Like it was. Very I had no milk. Yeah, mine was just straight black tea, like. Yeah. Even if I chewed on the black tea leaves, maybe that would be it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're a little bit of oak too. So there's a little bit of woodiness to kind of go along yeah. with that. That 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 cream and and uh that earl gray kind yep. of flavor. So it was interesting. Yep. It was an interesting it was an interesting experience. Um I know we're gonna go into our thoughts here on the on initial impressions here. Ben, is that what you want to do? Yes. All right. Well, I'll, I'll kick things off here since I kind of set it up. So like I, I think what there was a lot of subtlety to it when on the pre-light draw, and I was actually I was actually concerned about it because the it was not it was a it was pretty firm. I wasn't really getting a lot of a draw in there on the pre-light, uh, but it, this is actually yeah. this is actually drawing pretty beautifully um, since I lit the cigar. Uh, the burn is pretty damn immaculate as well so far. Um, about I don't know about uh, a little over a half an inch in. Uh, real spicy, man. It's got some really nice, there's some nice little pepper notes that kind of just tingle the tips of the tongue. Um, it kind of has morphed into a little bit of, um, licorice on the back end of the, the palate. 
uh, it's producing a little bit of, you know, for people who don't know, you're, it, it's kind of activated the salivatory glands a little bit. So you get a little bit of, it's not drying out the palate as much. It's a little wet. And then on the retrohale, there's this really, really beautiful like Szechuan peppercorn mixed with um, uh, mixed with like just like wood and a little bit of baking spice. It's pretty it's so far so good on initial uh, initial impressions here. Sounds like a good start. Brad, what about yours? How's it coming? So the, the, the pre-light definitely had some of the sweetness to it. And, you know, the, 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 you know, Araparaca, it's not one that I, I don't find a lot of cigars with it. It's not that it's not out there. It's, it's a great wrapper. Um, it's heavier. It's got a sweetness to it. It's, it's, it's very, um, it's very aromatic. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, you guys are way better at like all the, the, you know, different things, the different sayings to it. We we're talking about that in the pre-show. Um, I'm trying to think what, you know, it's almost like if you walk into a, to a, a place that had spices, like cooking spices, you know, like, like, you know, you start, you start picturing like, you know, like a, a world market type thing where they've got different spices in there and you, you get these smells and you, you don't know what they are, but you kind of get this, this blend of all of them, but it's definitely got the sweetness to it. Uh, it's got a little pepper, but not overwhelming. Like I said, it's a heavier wrapper uh so it, it really holds its own it, it, it's a fairly dominant I, you know there's always that discussion of how much does the wrapper impact it and stuff and in this particular blend i think i think it really does um out of the gate the it, it the nicaraguan which is in the filler um seems very subdued to me compared to the rest of it no, nothing's leaving the the pepper which is not overwhelming and just very very aromatic very very, very a lot of interesting spices to it That sounds very interesting, too. Coop, how is yours coming along? Of course, I'm the furthest behind. So the drawer was really tight on this to start with. Uh, it took me a little bit to open the drawer up, but the drawer has opened up right now. Um, I'm still getting the black tea notes. Uh, I'm getting some earth, cedar, and pepper, some black pepper for sure. Uh, there's a sweetness definitely coming about. I, right now, I'm kind of putting the in the cachet natural tobacco sweetness. Uh, balanced really nicely. Like I said, the drawer has just finally opened up here. It just I had to work it a little to start with. So, um, it's there was a little bit that pepper that came on the onset was a little more than I expected again from an Ernesto cigar. But this is a Nicaraguan puro. So we should also mention another thing: these cigars are about a year old because I got these in December from EPC last year. Oh shit. Yeah, so these cigars have some age on them, just so you know. Because I sent them out to you guys, I want to say in March or April, right? So they already had three months age. Now we've gone, we have about 11 months of age since they were, you know, shipped, is what I'm saying. So there's probably about a year of age on these things. Well, <clears throat> Freddie, uh, Fred, in your experience, like when, when... Wait, wait, hold on. Ben hasn't gone over a cigar yet. Okay. I was going to say, like, I think I'm a little bit further than y'all are on mine. Um, I'm about no, everybody's the same friend as me. Yeah. This one is a little bit more, it's a little bit simplistic. Um, I'm getting a lot of leather and cedar in it, a little bit of earthiness, um, some red pepper flake in there, and a little bit of nuttiness. Not a lot of sweetness is on, on this cigar at all. Um, I mean, it's still, it's a good cigar, but it's, it's a, a little bit of kind of a, ordinary profile i guess on yeah. the palate um 
but I mean, it's still pretty tasty, but I mean, honestly, I didn't know what to expect after the one that we had, you know, on the first show, because that one to me was one of the finest cigars ever. Um, but so far it's just, it's going pretty good. It's a little bit simplistic, kind of a little, little pedestrian, but it's okay. It's burning fantastic. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, this, this construction is amazing. My draw is really, really good. Um, when I do the retro hill, I get a lot of bl- more black pepper and cedar is what I'm getting on the retro hill actually. Um, but smoking really, really good. Um, to me, it's probably medium full and body. And strength and probably medium body with flavor, like we, we've talked about before. But um it's 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 pretty good so far. We'll see how it develops. Uh, Bear, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna talk about how, you know, Fred, you again, just going back to your experiences of, from a blending perspective. Uh, um I think like we were talking about like just overstuffing blends with like Lajero and stuff. And I know mm-hmm. different tobaccos, different blends, different cigars, like they do, that's the whole magic, right? They do things over time. Mm-hmm. But I was just curious, like your thoughts on like Lajero overall, like where, where does it kind of typically like where you notice to start to see like that apex mountain, like, is it like a couple of years before it starts to really weaken significantly enough or is it shorter? Is it like, what's the shelf life? Are you of? talking already rolled? Yeah, already rolled. So, um, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, I, I really at the three to four year mark question. for me. It's a loaded question. Yeah. I mean, it dep- I mean, look, it depends on the blend hour right and how much is in there, but I mean, really for me about three, the apex is like three to four years. Like it doesn't get, you know, I don't have a ton of them that gain strength, um, you know, over time after about the year mark and, you know, assuming everything's stored about right. I mean, you, you pretty much have it the way it's going to be. Um, the one that, uh, from my experience on the ones that I've dealt with, the the one that surprised me the most, and Coop knows this because actually I think he pointed it out the year after it was out, was the S three hundred seven. A year later, it 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 aged. I mean, not as I had predicted, and whatever reason that the way that Lajero was, and the way it the way it just kind of apexed about a year later differently, but not in a bad way. Um, was solid. I mean, and, and, but that doesn't happen as much. I don't see that in a ton of cigars. Um, usually, you know, you'll get, you know, the aging and stuff like that a little bit out of them, depending on, you know, it depends, it depends on how the factory put them out. Did they age them fully when they were there or did they put them out early? And then we're getting the benefit of a little bit more, you know, laying them down for a while and things like that. But I, I, I have found that cigars, you know, when, when we're holding on to cigars, particularly like at some of the ones that I've had that I revisited that are probably, you know, uh, five to eight years and stuff like that, you know, they start, they start to lose. They start to lose some of that. The blend, the blend starts to converge a little bit too much. The Lajero starts to weaken for me, but that's, that's just, I mean, that's just my profile. If I look at some of the ones that I thought were stronger back then and I revisit them, um, they just, they come down a notch, not necessarily bad. They're just different. Okay. That makes, I mean, that makes sense. Coop, you're muted. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember that S307, and again, it was a Sumatra. You've done I that did. two nights in a row, man. You did that last I know, I know. Like you muted yourself. Like, yeah, no, I was I was opening the bay door, so I didn't want the noise to come. Um, But yeah, I mean, that, like I said, Sumatra's normally hit or miss. That hit with me right away. And the way, like I said, the way that thing aged, it was just, it was really special the way that came together. 
So I had I, never, I hadn't been able to do that. I mean, so that was the only one that, I mean, I had blends that, you know, were good and they lay down and you're like, Oh, it's really aged well. And stuff like that. that was one that literally was a different cigar a year later. Oh, um, it, it, and that's not yeah. any knock. And on it wasn't bad to was start really, with it. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was, but it, but wow. Did that thing come together? I never saw a Sumatra come together like that. I mean, to this day, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen another Sumatra just, I mean, come together like that. It was an amazing, amazing cigar. I think we've covered the beginning of the cigar. Do we want to, I mean, I was kind of almost at the first third. I'm going to go yeah. behind. So if we do some, I got to catch up. Yeah. Uh, the, I had to fight okay. this drawer a bit. Yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll come back and give you our impressions the next third. See you in a second. All right, everyone. We're back here on the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable. Uh, version 2.0 of the Super Premium Aura EP Korea Schwenk Schwauch series celebrating the Chinese New Year. This is the second iteration that we've done of this particular cigar, uh, or cigars rather, because it's a series of cigars celebrating the entire Chinese calendar, Year of the Dog, Year of the Dragon, Year of the Rat, etc. Right? So on the first iteration, we all had cigars that represented our birth month. Coop threw us a curveball, gave us a second cigar from the box that EP Korea was very kind enough to, to gift us last year. And uh, we're doing the second reiteration of it. I'm smoking the year of the dog. Uh, uh, ben, you're smoking the year of the monkey. You're the monkey. You're the monkey coop. You've got the. You're the snake. You're the snake. And Fred, you have the. You're the rat. You're the rat. So we're we're smoking these. We're discussing these. They're all uh, they're all they're all bellicosos or or torpedoes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Something that we noted earlier that it's very rare for Ernest Perez Carrillo Jr. He doesn't do a lot of these bellicosos, uh, torpedo kind of cigars, and um, and so we're kind of going through it. So this we've already smoked through the first third. So let's talk about our first impression. So Fred, why don't you kick us off? I like it. Um, it's to me, it's not it's not complex beyond the tobaccos he's added and and what i mean by that is it he he obviously went for a distinct flavor which is probably keying off the wrapper uh it, it hasn't changed I'm, I'm really getting into the second third it, it it hasn't changed it's very enjoyable it it tastes very much like an aged cigar we talked about these cigars being a year old but i mean this talks about like if someone gave me this unbanded and said hey this is what the blend is and stuff like that i feel like this is one that somebody that this is this is some aged tobacco in it I feel like this this was not you know this isn't younger tobacco this is something it's it's very mature uh it's got it's got good body to it um but it's staying in this very thin wheelhouse of complexity that really I'm attributing a lot to the wrapper um the the binder the Ecuadorian I think is fairly neutral to it there's some Nicaraguan but it does not have any of the normal Nicaraguan tone strip matter of fact I'm not sure there's any if uh if there is very little Lajero because I'm not getting that spice from it. So uh, it's sticking right in this range. It's still got a lot of that little bit, little tiny bit of pepper uh, that you picked up on the retrohale and definitely some, some spice to it, but not, not spice like as, as in the, as in the heat or the Lajero. Um, it's just, it's, it, it's good, but it's sticking in this one bandwidth. They're like, if you like this flavor, you're, you're super happy. Uh, I'm not one of those people that likes like, all these thirds being totally different, like this roller coaster ride. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like the Willy Wonka, you know, gobstopper thing where it's all these different things. Uh, so I appreciate that in a cigar uh, as I do any cigar, but 
but um, I feel that it's it's all been played around this rapper. Uh, and 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 I have a feeling it was probably some pretty high quality age rapper because it's really coming across that way. Fred, you said you had the rat. Mm-hmm. You want me to validate if there's Nicaraguan tobacco in it or not? Well, there's Nicaraguan tobacco in it. I'm just oh, not okay. sure. There's a it... lot of le- le- no. It's definitely it, it definitely get, getting yeah jalapa in there. Um, and I, and I, and there may be some Condega Lajero because if they chose Lajero, it's going to be it's going to be sweeter. Uh, I yep. don't think there's actually Lajero in it, and I don't think there's a lot of Condega in it anyway because yep. it's not coming off with Lajero spice. Yep. Is that what you've got? Yeah, you uh, Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all Nicaraguan filler. Yeah, I don't get any of the dryness out of out of the typical Dominican cigars on there. Um, it's pretty pretty. Uh, it sticks to the palate. It's not one that that it's it's not a clean finish. Uh, that's neither good nor bad. It's just one that this one just kind of flavors just hang and kind of absorb there. Uh, it's good. It's just, it's just it's sticking in that one wheelhouse the whole way through right now. Mayor yep. Algiers coming along. Uh, the bur- the burn was pretty immaculate to begin with, but it kind of wonked out, so I had to do a quick touch up. So we'll see how it goes. This ash is about to fall, but it's 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 uh, still holding pretty good. But it did get a little wonky there. Uh, the flavors are really good. They're coming together. They're starting to marry pretty well. Um, I am worried about there is this kind of nice little uh, again some licorice that's kind of in the the forefront that's on the back of the palate. I do worry about that getting a little hot later on. I'm not trying to like create that that around the thoughts of my brain because I don't want to ruin the experiences going on. But I do get worried when I taste a lot of licorice um, or having some subtle notes of licorice in in a blend this early on in a blend because it typically when it kind yep. of gets hot you can kind of bitter out yeah it kind of bitters out yep and then you get that acrid that acrid um flavor note towards the back end of the cigar but we'll see how it goes uh it's right now it's a nice complimentary flavor we've got some beautiful pepper still on the nose that szechuan peppercorns just really kind of singeing the nostril still uh and there's a nice little sweetness that's kind of kicked in too uh i kind of attributed it to a little bit of like um you know, um, a little bit more bright fruit. So like a pear, like an anji pear a little bit, um, a real nice oakiness, uh, balance with that really. Um, and then kind of a little bit of earthiness too. So, um, this pepper is very reminiscent to me of like a Corojo that you get, um, from, you know, a lot of, a lot of Dion's stuff, Fred, or like a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. Norse leaf in general. Uh, that that Corojo, that Corojo seed that they really like to use, I, I'm gonna get in that. Um, not sure if it is or not yet, um, but there's something in the filler too. It's interesting that you noted the filler, Fred. There's something in the filler right now that has me thinking that it's a little bit different. Like I think there's probably something um, in addition to like there, there's definitely Nicaraguan tobacco in it. With I'm with you on that on mine, like because I, I know what that tastes like. I haven't really decided yeah. what it kind of is yet, you, but there's you... something else. You let me know when you want me to validate your blend because you have probably one of the more interesting we're blends. Gonna, we're going to do it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to do it at the so, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, you're, one you're, you're, which one do you smoke in, Bear? The dog. Of the dog. For that dog in you. That was one of the more the interesting dog. blends, I thought. Um, and like I said, when oh, I divvied these yeah. up, I didn't look at the blends. I just, uh, I just randomly picked them. So the only the one I held one, back the was the dragon yeah. because I was going to review that on the site. So... Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. thinking? Are you thinking like Barry? Are you thinking like Honduran or Brazilian added to it? Yeah, I'm thinking. I think that yeah, there's a it's there's it's a little bit more rich. It's not Honduran, man. It's not that dry earthiness that I get from Honduran tobacco yeah. a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of Honduran, and I, and and I apologize to anybody that is. 
uh, or, or that makes them. There are some Hondurans that I like, but that's a flavor I would get right out of the gate too. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not Honduran. I would say, yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to get a Brazilian in my head, but it's a tobacco that has a little bit more depth to it. So um, I don't, I, there's definitely not broadleaf as a binder here. There's not that richness, but there is like this kind of depth uh, to it that makes it me think either like a Brazilian or maybe like an Ecuador, maybe like a, a darker Ecuador. Or oh my God, like they that. use this wrapper inside your cigar as a filler. <laughs> oh shit, that'd be funny. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because you're describing yeah, a flavor that I'm getting off this wrapper big time. <laughs> yeah I'm, so, uh, I'm pretty far into this this one for the monkey i better tap mm-hmm. this ash off before yeah. it gets dangerous but yeah, um, i haven't ta- i haven't tapped mine yet mine, yeah, mine, that, mine's getting tapped right now i just can't do it i can't hold on this one's a little bit more we talked about it off off air but it was it's a little pedestrian to me it's kind of um what do you know, what do you bit, mean by that what do you mean pedestrian straightforward yeah, it's real straightforward, kind of simplistic, and it's it's kind of like a generic Nicaraguan cigar, kinda. Um, but it's it's so what it's mainly what I'm getting is there's three main notes, right? Cedar, leather, and red pepper flake. That's kind of what I'm getting a lot of. Now, kind of in the background, a little bit less than that is a little bit of a nuttiness, and there's a little there's a little black pepper, and a little earthiness, and that's kind of all I'm getting out of this cigar. When I retrohale it, I get cedar and black pepper. That's that's pretty much all I'm getting on that too. Um, it's got a medium finish, with, which actually probably medium to short finish, which I really like a long finish uh, on a cigar. But other than that, it's kind of yes, we do, Ben. Yes, yeah. except Coop, he does not. He does. I, like, I that. like that medium to short finish. Yeah, which really? is what I'm getting off that. What's wrong with you? How do you have a cigar show? <laughs> <laughs> At least I. Retro hail. I hate people it. that don't retro hail. So. Preach it. Preach, Fred. Preach it. Yes. Shun him. Do it. Well, th- I mean, the cigar, it's it's smoking well. It's actually, it, it, it's kind of odd because at the beginning, the cigar is actually putting off a pretty good amount of smoke, pretty volumous smoke. But now it's barely putting out much smoke at all. Um, but when I, when I puff on it, I, I get enough smoke for the flavor. Like, it's not... It's not like it's going out or nothing, but it's like the volume of smoke has decreased, which I thought was a little little odd. But I mean, it's 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 okay. It's it's going okay. It's but like when I compare it to what I had the the first time we did the show, it's impossible to live up to at this point, you know. So yeah, there could be something like that in the back of my head, thinking it's not living up to what we had before. <laughs> so, but other than that, it's it's doing okay. Coop, what about yours? So um, I'm definitely getting that that black tea base, but now there's some sweetness coming through, not really like sugar on the tea, but more like natural tobacco. That sweetness is coming in. So it's, I, I get that natural tobacco, which is a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of the bitters mixing in. Um, there's also, I would say, red pepper and cedar coming through on this, a little bit of earth. On the retrohale, it's more of a black pepper I'm getting, which is kind of interesting on this. Um the burn is decent. The burn's a little we went a little up, but that's because the ash has gotten a little long, and I'm just trying to balance it. So I don't really. The burn's fine. The draw is the one thing that is the negative of this cigar. Um, it just I just wish it was slightly more open. That draw. So 
but otherwise I'm I'm pretty sad. Mine's mine's in the medium strength. Oh, I left that one note. So there's I'm getting this minerality note also that's coming in. And it's kind of making me think there could be some Omatepi in here. Uh if, if there is, there's not a lot of it, uh is what I'll say. But uh like I said I normally don't have not gotten something like that on an Ernesto. This is like something I've never gotten off an Ernesto cigar before. So it's it's something very different. Uh it's completely different than um the Encore, which is a Nicaraguan Puro. So you know, it, it's completely different on that as well. So you, uh, the, you have the snake, the snake coot. Yes. Okay. Uh, but I'm enjoying this a lot more, even with the draw, which is just a little bit aggravating. It's aggravating, but the the flavors are really good on this cigar. I, I feel like I want to go back to three out of four of us did an angled cut on the cigar, and you did not. Yeah, just want to point that out. That's, um, you know. It is. I just did. You know, look, I just kind of want to be consistent the way I do it. I just don't do angle cuts. Um, not saying you guys are wrong by doing it by any means. I just went with my consistent thing. Um, oh, we, didn't, I, we didn't think we were wrong. We're, we're not offended by it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, I mean, I, I think I'm smoke. Like, I think I cut enough off the tip. I, I didn't go, you know, I didn't want to cut too much off the tip. So I, I think I'm getting about a 44 ring gauge on the tip right now is what I would say. Which is kind of like Lonsdale-ish, uh, Corona-ish. Yeah, just a tip. Okay. Yep. Well, yep. Uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I, anyway. I like a lot of concentrated flavors on my Bellicosos. So I kind of like to try to minimize that surface area as much as possible without uh, messing up the cigar. But I will say this cigar is pretty well packed. I mean, this, the tobaccos are tightly packed in this cigar, which I didn't get when I smoked the sheep. Uh, yeah, my, mine is too. Like, there's yeah. very little resistance in feeling it. I yeah. have not had to touch mine up. I'm, it's, for some reason, it's burning fast, which surprised me because it feels like a lot of tobacco. Um, but I have not had to touch it up at all. No, I, I did a little bit of a touch up, but not. Uh, it was. It's like I said, I was more trying to hold the ash before the talk. So, um, it, it, this is so I was ready to be ashed right now. So, yeah, mine is actually burning quite fast actually too and i'm gonna ash it so, so and i'm gonna give anyway. it a little touch up so uh, all right so we we covered the that's uh the beginning of the first third yep so we'll go ahead and take a short break here and we'll be back to let you know how the second third had we don't how the second third ended see you in a second And we're back again here uh, on the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable version 2.0, smoking the super premium Aura from EP Korea, Sen Shuao, um, really celebrating the Chinese New Year, a series of cigars in a beautiful ornate box from EP Korea, celebrating the uh, Zodiac, the Chinese Zodiacs we have, the Year of the Dog, the Year of the Horse, etc., all smoking on the version first point on the version 1.0 we smoke cigars that represented our birth months this time around we are smoking random ones i am smoking the year of the dog uh ben is smoking the year of the year of the monkey year of the monkey fred is smoking the year of the rat year of the rat and coop is smoking the year of the year muted coop the snake snake again the year Once again, right. two and oh, yes. two and oh, nine. So, Coop, how long start... have you been doing this? Uh, not, not long enough. I remember my first beer, and so let's we started with Fred on the first third. Ben, let's start with you on the second third. What are you getting out of this cigar? Well, 
get a little bit of a refresher here. Actually, this has changed quite a lot. It, right about the middle point, it, it got so much more flavor, but what it really did was it, it got a nice sweetness to it that there was none in the beginning of this. So there was no sweetness whatsoever. Now it has a nice sweetness that actually rounds out the profile like it was the missing piece in the beginning that I thought that, you know, it needed something. It was this nice sweetness. And it also developed a slight cocoa flavor to it as well. So I'm getting, I get, so get the cedar, the leather, the earthiness, um, the nuttiness, the red pepper, and a little bit of the black pepper, but I get more of that in the retrohale. But now it has like a nice, uh, slight cocoa flavor and a nice, beautiful, like a, almost like a brown sugar sweetness on it that is really open up the, like just the flavors on the palate just it just rounds it all out now it is so much better of a cigar it's crazy it's like the beginning of the cigar i thought was just kind of mediocre it was okay I, nothing i would ever go back to but now with that added little bit of cocoa and that sweet like sweetened cocoa basically right it it just add another dimension some more depth to the flavor profile that is making this much more enjoyable i really like it like I said, the retro hell is the same. It's like black pepper and cedar, but it's gotten so much better now. I'm really starting to enjoy the cigar a lot more. Really nice. It has a medium finish still, medium, you know, body strength and flavor for me. Um, so far, it's, I mean, it's it's gotten really, really good. I'm really enjoying it on the second, third. It's so much better. Fred, what about you? So it's interesting that you were saying that because I don't usually, mine also had a significant change up about halfway through. I'm a little farther into it, um, I think, than you are. But um, it was not like full first third and easily halfway through the second third. It was pretty much sticking to this lane that I think was very eccentric to, to the wrapper. Um, all of a sudden, it just started opening up more in the fillers of it. So I'm getting a lot more of the traditional Nicaraguan type fillers to it. Hasn't lost the overall profile, but it's definitely gained complexity. Um, for some reason, all of a sudden, the smoke output seems to be a lot more. Uh, the body of it's starting to be a little bit heavier, which is you know indicative of that as well. But um, it's just turned into more of a complex blend than it ever did. And I'm surprised it was that far into the cigar before it made that change and that significant of a change. Uh, more earth tones now. I'm definitely getting more of... of um, a little bit more of the sweetness, but I'm getting more of the earth tones associated with Lajero, which has me revisit the whole Lajero comment I made earlier. Uh, still leaning towards Candega versus Esteli. Uh The retrohale has died down a little bit of the pepper, and I'm getting more of the sweetness. Uh, but but definitely, it was it was a significant change. It's 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 not better, but it is more complex, and I'm starting to get more flavors to it than I got out of the, uh, the first half of the cigar. Um, I have not had a lot of cigars that I remember that big of a change. Yeah, it seems sounds so similar to what happened with mine. Just a huge change right at the middle. It's like almost like it's a different cigar to me. It's yeah, crazy. same here. Yeah. And I don't I don't normally get that at all. Bear, what about you? How's yours going? So I've been talking, uh, I've been listening to you guys talk about the finish of scars, and I haven't really talked about it yet. I've talked about how it, uh, the retro has been like this, 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 this Szechuan peppercorn. It's that nice little sweet peppercorn. 
that really uh, that I really like that flavor profile. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, man, is this cigar begin uh, tends to build like the finish is getting longer and longer and longer. And man, it is so nice. It is so nice. This is right. Uh, this is something that I think Ben, I think you might enjoy. Um, at least on the retro hill and the finish, it's just, it just really just sits there and it's just so, it's so delicious. Um, the flavor profile really hasn't changed. That licorice has actually gone away for me. So that's a little bit of a relief because I was worried about that acridness uh, that might creep in when you taste it on the onset of a cigar. So the licorice is gone by the wayside. Um, unfortunately, the, the, the second third has kind of morphed into this little bit of more of a straightforward pepper flavor particularly on the palate it's it's uh it's so instead of instead of the finish accenting it it's very much a, a dominant part on the profile so nice and spicy um but it is becoming a little bit more one-sided there's some earth for balance there's a little bit of sweetness uh that's kind of like reminiscent of baking spice it's a little bit of nutmeg um and some some breadiness to it as well uh, but that pepper is just really kind of kicking in into overdrive. And so it's kind of, unfortunately, it's kind of muddling some of these other nice flavors that could make it a more little well-balanced, well-rounded blend. Um, uh, but that being said, I'm still enjoying it. It's nice. The burn has definitely corrected. I haven't had to touch it up again. It, But it did go out on me. And that could be because we're talking. Um, so I had to do a relight. So I have a touch up and a relight. Um, which isn't a bad deal, but when you're talking about a cigar that's going north of $50, north of 70 north of $80, yep. you know, you kind of want something to be, you know, unfortunately perfect. So, yeah. um, but, um, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it thus far. Coop? Yeah, that sounds pretty uh, good. You? Uh, your black pepper, honestly, the black pepper that like you were talking about, like, I like a little bit of black pepper, like it's an accent, but when it becomes overwhelming on the palate, to me, it just kind of, it, it seems disjointed. Like it, it makes the profile to me kind of become unbalanced a little bit, a lot. So I know what you mean. I had a question for Ben before we get to Coop real quick. Ben, so one thing for me, and I'm curious if it ended up near is the finish ended up getting shorter for me after that transition. Did that happen for you or did yours end up being the no, same or what was your? It, mine stayed okay. the same. It's it's right at medium. Um, and it's, It hasn't really changed at all. I was kind of hoping it'd go to a longer finish like Bear was talking about with his. But no, yeah, mine, went, mine actually went the other way. Mine went to a cleaner finish. You lucky dog. Mm. <laughs> All right, Coop. What about yours? So How's it doing? I've had a, I'm, I'm a little past the halfway point. I've had a change in mind, but my change has been more organic. It hasn't made a radical shift. So that sweetness is really coming through in the second third. Uh, again, it's not that sugary sweetness. It's not that jammy sweetness. It's that like sweetness you would expect off a tobacco leaf. It, it, is, be it is beautiful. The way it's smoking, um, and it's being nice. rounded out. The, like the cedar notes and the pepper actually died down. I was a little worried that the cedar may overpower it. The same with the minerality. The minerality is also it's there, but it's died down. But it's that that tobacco sweetness is just like what you just it, it, that halapa is really coming through for me on this one. I think uh, that halapa sweetness that's that's known on this. The draw has also improved drastically, uh, where it's now more of a milk. The, the first half it was a little bit of a chore. But now it's more of the milkshake draw that I enjoy. So it's at a, a perfect level here right now. Um, it's The strength and body is still like in that medium range. I put it probably like a 5.5 out of 10. So it's just past the, the medium mark. Uh, but but this has been the second third has been the sweet. This has been the enjoyable part of this cigar for me thus far. 
and we'll that's see if a, it crescendos in the last third for me. That's that's interesting. Fred, yours said yours you got yours got sweeter too at the midway point, right? It did, and it, and it got to a cleaner finish. Um, I, I would also say I would mirror what Coop said is that the draw was the draw was not too tight by any means. It was a stronger draw. It was a little bit tougher, and then halfway through, it just really opened up to more. Yeah, more. I like yeah. a firmer draw, but it really opened up to yeah. the, my wheelhouse of what that is. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, it's almost as if this blend. And maybe it's indicative of the wrapper, but it took a while to heat up the rest of the blend to get closer to it, that you yeah. get halfway through it. And now all of a sudden the rest of that tobacco that wasn't, wasn't having any heat whatsoever, it's starting to open up a little bit differently. Yep. That's interesting. Bear, did yours get any sweeter in the midway? Well, I can't remember now what you were saying. No, no. Uh, I mean, there's some, there is some sweetness, kind of like, like I was saying about nutmegs and baking spice, yeah. the readiness that's kind of keeping it from going one dimensional so there is some there is some balance there but yeah no it's it yeah no it's it and i mean we'll talk about this we'll talk about the last third here in a little bit but as it's creeping into the last third it's it's yeah it's yeah the the, the sweetness is kind of dissipating unfortunately that's that's kind of i don't know i just i, I just thought that was kind of odd <clears throat> that the three of us didn't have much sweetness at the beginning and then all of a sudden hit the midway point yeah. and we started getting a lot more sweetness and yours was the other way around that i just thought that was curious really interesting so what what one thing that for me to check personally based on this and i'll check in the morning is the humidity on the humidor this came out of that it is actually not low enough i tend to i tend to run a little bit lower and i wonder uh, you know, we've had temperature changes here and stuff. So I usually have to, if Florida is an absolute disaster for keeping, you know, tower humidors or any humidor for that matter. Uh, so I want to see if my humidity is running slightly too high. And by high, meaning high for me would be like, you know, 70, 71 would be high. I tend to run, I tend to run it a lot lower because that would, that would actually be an explanation. Because Usually on things when people talk about burns, so like that's the first thing you talk about is, okay, how are you throwing your cigars? Um, and I know mine are pretty good, but the subtle, the change in this was so, so significant that if it was five degrees more than I like to keep them, you know, humidified, and then also took that much longer to warm it up and dry out the rest of tobacco to where I like to be, then I would look at, is my humidor set too high for this season in Florida? Yeah, that's interesting. Cause like, I mean, this is the first time I've actually lived that climate that's significantly drier than what i'm used to i mean i grew up on the coast on the gulf coast in mississippi where i had to fight to keep my humidity down right and i like to keep right. mine around 65 to 67 percent that's that's what that's I where like. i like to be yeah but here i have to struggle to keep it up to that point your higher you know? your higher elevation yeah. yeah and the reason i would like to keep it that low is for one i kind of like the, the it's a good to me, it's a sweet spot for good burning, but getting a good, the good flavors and out of it and stuff. And I know when I would go outside, I would it would probably add one to two percent humidity because it was so humid. Here, it's the other way around, where like humidity is usually around forty percent. So I got to keep it a little high because I know when it comes out, it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna drop more, right? So mm -hmm. better, I got one of those cigar medics actually to try to gauge that to be a little bit more scientific about it, kind of see what it was like. I, I don't know how accurate those are, but from what I can see, it's fairly accurate, right? And I've noticed that, like, I you know, I got to keep mine more humid in, in all my different mm -hmm. humidors. So, like, I actually have to add extra Bovita packs 
or the, the large ones or the or those small mm-hmm. ones or wherever I'm keeping my cigars to keep him keep them up fresh really so that's kind of an interesting point let's we'll see how that develops but well, anyway. like I know, I know for a fact I got a new air handler, and also I have a change of season. I know for a fact that my humidity in the house has gone down about twelve degree, twelve percent. So that could reflect in the humidors if I'm not keeping an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. As I say, I gotta have to let my because it gets so cold and dry here. I gotta let it kind of acclimate a little while before I can't like bring it straight out and light it up. I it, it's gonna bust every time. So I got to let it acclimate a little bit before I even light these things up. So mm-hmm. it's just different, you know, it's just totally different being in the mountains and being on the coast. So, you know, it's all unique. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll come back and let you know how the cigar finished up. So uh, we'll see you in a second. And we're back again, folks. Here on the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable version 2.0, smoking the super premium aura of EP Korea Shwen celebrating the Chinese Zodiac, celebrating birth years of uh, during the Chinese Zodiac. Yeah, I've been saying months this whole time. Sorry about that. Fred was kind enough to uh, to correct me off. Uh, I wasn't going to call you out. I That was off air. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. No, it's okay. I, I, I Hey, listen, I am I'm humble enough. Uh, to admit when I'm wrong, and I've been wrong this whole time. So we got to right on this third third. We are finally going to go into our final third and going into scoring here momentarily. Uh, we're smoking uh, uh, different variations. With the first on version version 1.0, we smoked our birth year cigars, um, and then this time we've uh, changed it up. Coop sent us a second cigar. I'm smoking the year of the dog. Uh, ben is smoking the year of the monkey. Uh, Fred is smoking the year of remind me the rat. The rat and Coop, you're smoking the year of the snake. You're the snake. So um, really excited to get everyone's uh, final impressions of it. Uh, ben, let's go back to you and let's uh, hear what your final third is. Uh, are we doing scoring or are we going to do? We, no, we'll, we'll discuss it. Then we'll come back to the scoring. At the, yep. Yep. The All right. Let's talk so, about the final third, Ben, and then we'll go over to Fred. Yeah. So my final third was actually one of the best, actually. Um it, it, it lost uh, some of the flavor notes that I was getting, but what I got were just so much crescendo richer. Crescendo of flavor? Uh, I don't know if I go crescendo. I wouldn't say crescendo, but close, but very close. So I, I lost, like, okay, so I'm getting some cedar leather, a little bit of that cocoa, and that brown sugar sweetness, and a little bit of black pepper. There's no red pepper flakes anymore. Uh, the black pepper was there, like I said, but it, it was kind of dialed back a little bit. I was actually kind of expecting it to ramp back up in the end, but it didn't. It kind of flattened out and got a little bit more muted in the end as well. Retro Hill actually still stayed with the black pepper of the cedar. But really, that I'm, I'm telling you, that brown sugar sweetness, a little bit of that cocoa coming in, it really filled out the flavors of the cigar it just kind of made it more well-rounded much more enjoyable i really liked the on the, the actually it was a massive change right in the middle just a huge change and it was weird too because it wasn't it wasn't a slow change it was like puff up oh damn it's different it was it was crazy i've never had that happen in a cigar but really liked the flavor at the end um Fred, what you were talking about earlier about the finish changing, it did finish 
longer in the last third. It did get a little bit longer. Like I actually can still get a little bit of flavor on my palate now, which is really, really nice. Um, the smoke volume kind of increased as well. The burn of the construction on this was perfect. I've had no touch-ups, no relights, nothing whatsoever. Perfect draw from beginning to the end. Just overall, at the end of it, it was a lot better than the first third. I really enjoyed this cigar so far. Fred, what about you? Um, everything I said in the last segment, I'm going to say again. Um, told two different cigars. Uh, neither, n- not bad. Just it, it opened up halfway through. Um, it, 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 it got more complex. Uh, I do not nub cigars because, frankly, I have a lot of cigars. And um, I am like, what are those things they sell where the, I always see people with these little sticks, you know, where you can like kind of nub a cigar a little, I, like I want one. I've never wanted one in my life. Uh, I, I, and if you'd asked me in the first one, would I, would I have put it out by now? I would. But now like the second half of this, the way it just opened up uh, and the way it developed and, and same thing Ben had said, I had the same thing where it just, it, it, it just changed and opened up in flavor halfway through. Uh, really, really enjoying the cigar. Um, really happy with it because the change up just improved. It was already good from the beginning and it just improved as it went on. And, and on the change up was, like I said, I don't have a lot of scars that have that rapid of a change up in the middle of it. And it was within a two minute period. It did, uh, as the rest of the, the final thirds of the tobacco started warming up. Uh, I would, um, I would, I would smoke this again and, uh, yeah, I mean, solid. Awesome. And I'm going to keep smoking it all the way to the end until my fingers bleed. Yeah. I just, I just had to lay mine down because I couldn't do it. And I, I never, I don't nub cigars either. For one, the same reason as you I have a lot of cigars. So I don't, I could just move on. It's, it's also yeah. not like I'm all the way to this and it is not loose, loose, losing any of the characteristics that were still there when I was at the midpoint. It is yeah. still smoking like a That's full awesome. cigar all the way to the very end. All the flavors are still there. Um, I, you just don't get that. I'm not getting anything from being all the way at the end that sometimes you get in cigars. And, and, and by the way, not, not bad when you're, when you're this, when you, you know, the expectation of a cigar still smoking the same at this point, is just non-existent. Uh, and this one is. Yeah, that's, that was kind of the same with me. I I really had to put my net down because I just couldn't hold it. You know, I didn't have enough to hold on to. I mean, if I hadn't slack cut it, I probably would have a little bit more to go on to Coop's point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> true but yeah like usually just, when it gets to that just point the, just the tip just the tip Fred. just, the, just tip. the tip just the yep. tip and it's not don't over overstuff it either but uh yeah we but like I, but the nub usually gets to me it gets to be kind of nasty too and I, so i'm ready to just move and on this, one's this not. one did not and it yeah. is not mine not either yeah like yeah but when i got to that little nub it was still going fine i just literally could not hold on to the cigar anymore and my big fat hands i couldn't do it so, Bear, what about yours? How'd yours end up? Well, the Retro Hell is still absolutely beautiful. It's it's improved with each third. Uh, it is uh, by far, uh, the Retro Hell is its best characteristic throughout this entire cigar smoking experience. The final third, not quite a crescendo of flavor on the Retro, but I mean, it is just that, that beautiful, long Szechuan peppercorn finish. It's still lingering on the palate. It's fantastic. Love Retro Hailing the cigar. Uh, unfortunately, I wish the the rest of the flavor on the palate was uh, consistent with that. This final third, and it really transitioned from the second third to the third for the to the final third, um, really has gotten very earth dominant, very muddy. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what's in the filler now, and I'm pretty sure I know what the binder is. 
um, for the cigar just because it's 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 very indicative of a particular yep. tobacco leaf that I'm having. Um, the uh, the the earthiness, the it's very muddy, very very dank uh, on it, and it, it's just coating the palate. It's also drying my palate out, which is just sucks because um, the first third and the second third were just so enjoyable. Uh, with a lot more balance. The sweetness is gone. The licorice is gone. There's no more complexity, unfortunately. It's still a great smoking experience. Um, and uh, uh, it's definitely my, it, out of the two cigars I've had, I definitely would choose my Year of the Pig um, over this one. Um, and, uh, but I'm still smoking it. Uh, I haven't quite gotten to the nub yet, but um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go for broke on it because you guys are doing it uh, mostly just to catch more of this retro hail because it's so fucking enjoyable. Coop. What are you, you doing? Before I do mine, do you want to do your blend now, or when do you want no, to do no, your no. blend? Wait, go Wait. talk okay. about yours I'll first, do... and then when we're done with that, yours. Okay. Then, then talk about the blends. Everybody's blend. Okay, so um, it's done. It's done some more transitioning. The bitters are back with the natural tobacco sweetness, but it's a really good balance. Uh, this is the flavors are really good. A little more cedar, but it's not gotten cedar heavy. There's still that tea component. The minerality is really died down at this point in this cigar. Um, so still kind of keeping in that medium range. They had this as a full strength cigar. I don't know if the age kind of tamed this a bit, but this is they had listed it in, in there as a full. There's no way this is full. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Not quite the crescendo of flavor, but definitely the second best third, uh, close to that second third. So this is this is pretty good. And like I said, I'm not putting this down. So uh, it's it's a the, the, the combustion's been amazing. That draw, that draw at the beginning was the problem uh, with this cigar. You know, that was... something that I just thought of too, Coop. It's it's something you always talk about too. You always bring this up. It's at the end of the cigar where it gets hot or not, right? Yep. Mine did not. Mine did not either. Mine stay cool. It's, mine's nice and cool. Yeah, mine's not. Mine's not hot either. Mine's there's not no harsh. Yeah, there's, there's no not... harshness. There's no harshness on this. Yeah. Um. So it's it's really like I said, it's not. I thought that cedar might just get overwhelming. I thought the bitterness might get over. Not doing that at all, and I'm down to probably the last inch of this thing right now. Or last like three. Yeah, I'm about an inch to go. Well, that sounds good, actually. So you want to give us the blends of all of ours? Yep. I want to guess mine. Okay, I'm gonna have you guess it. So let's start with uh, Fred. He had the year of the rat, and I think he knew the blend of this. It's Brazilian Ada Paraca, an Ecuadorian undisclosed leaf binder, and Nicaraguan filler. Close to mine, just a different wrapper. Yep. yep. Ben, you had monkey. Uh yes, you had the Ecuadorian Carojo wrapper, uh, an Ecuadorian binder, and a Nicaraguan filler. I had I, I want to switch friends now and switch because I'm wondering how similar ours really were yeah. on, on on you know, other than the wrapper. Yeah, it because we had a very similar much. experience through it. Yeah, yeah, it just says Ecuadorian and Nicaraguan. They don't have they don't disclose a lot with these. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but the I beginning... think typically, I think Ernesto typically uses Sumatra binders. By the way, when he does that, don't quote me on that. But I, uh... I could see, I could see mine being a Sumatra binder. Yeah, I could see that. I really yeah. could. But I, but the beginning of both of our cigars, Fred, were kind of pretty different, though. So yeah, who knows? Much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. My, my wrapper was going to run away with it. Your Habano, right. you're at least going to catch right. some of the other stuff. My my wrapper was going right. to run away with it right. for a while, and it did. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All yeah. Right, let's let's see what about bears though. Yeah. Go to the bear. All right, yeah, bear. So I, I think my first third like probably edges up 
of the second third. So it was like first third better, second third, and then the the third. So like one, two, three, kind of in order uh, as far as my favorite thirds. Um, man, I've I'm pretty sure I got this 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 nailed. Um, so I um, the muddiness just is just screams Dominican, um, but a little bit abuse of it. So I'm gonna say that the binder is probably Dominican. Mm-hmm. The filler for me, um, uh, with that kind of that, I didn't, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. So I'm, I'm going to say that it's, I'm going to say that the, uh, uh, the, their filler is probably, there's probably a mix filler. So it's probably, if there's probably some Dominican in it. Uh, and then I think there's definitely Brazilian in this mm-hmm. too. Yep. Um, and then the wrapper, uh, the wrapper's got to be Corojo, man. It's just got to be that pepper that's just been that Swishwan peppercorn. It's just fucking just dominating the retro it's got to be Corojo, man it just has to be you're not far off how'd i do all right uh you nailed you nailed the filler dominican and brazilian you nailed the binder which is dominican and i say i'm gonna say so here's the wrapper the wrapper is dominican it's called dominican especial dominican yep it's a dominican especial wrapper and it's a hybrid of Corojo and Criollo '98. Well, that's interesting. Son of a bitch. Okay. So you All did right. get the you did nail the. You Corojo. got it. You got it. You were pretty close, Bear, with that. I, I got to say, you yeah, but I think because it was a hybrid, a hybrid that probably you haven't had before. Um, and Enrico doesn't do a lot of Dominican rappers. Keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's done one in a long time with a Dominican rapper. Uh, yeah, you you pretty much nailed it. Wow. That's interesting. Well, nice job, Bear. Interesting rapper, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That like I said, you had the most. You had the most interesting blend of the twelve. The dog was definitely by far the most interesting blend. I can say one thing about the snake. It definitely the way it kind of transitioned gradually. It was kind of that slither. You know, it kind of worked. <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> it, and I didn't think of that till till, till now. But yeah, it, it um. But yeah, because it, it was such all the all the transitions were gradual. They were smooth. They just they were natural and organic. Is what happened. I love the way this got transitioned. That's interesting. Uh, that rapper that Bear had, I've never even heard of it. It's a, it's a, it's, by anybody it's, else it's proprietary. I think it's a proprietary one. It. Okay, it's that makes yeah. sense. What was that yeah, hybrid? I, what was that hybrid that AKA did? Coop. What uh, was that, that hybrid? That was that a Connecticut, AKA wasn't it? The AKA I that was. No, I can't remember. I'm. Remember. I'm gonna look it up here. Uh, it was the AK hybrid, which was uh that red band one, um, and mm-hmm. that one uh is uh was Cameroon and 1959 Cuban C Corojo. Interesting. Yep, they they cross blended that one. Um, and it had a Dominican Lajero binder, uh, that came from the Kellners, and it had uh Dominican Peloto Cubano and Honduran for the filler, so. That was that. It was a combination of Varroa and uh, Kellner tobacco, but that was created at the time Christian was over with Davidoff. Keep in mind. Hmm. So, mm. yeah. Well, uh, let's get in. Let's get in the scoring now. Let's see what we score these at now. Mm-hmm. This will be interesting. Fred, you want to lead us off? Yeah. So um, I'd say it's a pretty solid ninety-one. 
I was I was actually really happy with it. Um, I I thought it, I thought it was a really good cigar. I probably would have had it, you know, 89, uh, 88, and then it just kind of amped up and got even more interesting as as I went on through it. So I I would I would give it a ninety one. Um, yeah, solid. I'd smoke it again for sure. Good score. Bear, what about you? What would you score yours? Yeah, I'm, for me, I mean, this this cigar just kind of went. It went downhill for me. I mean, again, it, again, it was a very enjoyable experience. Uh, but you guys know me; I, I'm a little bit tougher. Um, and and the price point really isn't factoring into this for me at all. I'm just looking at it from a straight cigar perspective. And uh, I, I really, really enjoyed the retro man. This was a fucking sensational uh, when it comes to the retro hail. And I think that carried the cigar through it. Kind of kept it on that that hinge of that 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 ninety area unfortunately the final third and all that mud all that dankness just kind of really brought it down for me and so for me it's it's an 88 it's it's an 88 scar yeah that was i, I thought that's where you would go with that one yeah that that dankness usually why i get that is but it's usually it's oh lore that's what i don't really care for that leaf so yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious if that maybe what was in there that gave that flavor to you but i don't know i guess mm. we'll never know Coop, what about you? What would you score yours? So look, this score did very uh, flavor wise. It did very well. Um, it did very well in complexity. Um, the burn was fine, but the draw hurt this cigar in that first half, uh, especially with a cigar at this price point. But that's not. I didn't factor the price point in here, mm-hmm. but the draw was not good in that first half, and and it could frustrate people very easy. This is based on one cigar experience, but I still thought this cigar got an eighty nine. So uh, if the draw was fine, this would have eclipsed the 90 mark but it lost points on that draw in the first half yeah that's kind of the way i'm gonna go with mine too i i never include i never consider price when i when i score a cigar right because it's it should be it shouldn't be in there right um the beginning of my cigar i thought like i said i thought it was kind of pedestrian i it was kind of a almost like a generic kind of nicaragua flavor profile a little bit not nothing exciting so like i was i was thinking like 88 in the beginning but when it hit that midway point it got so much better that to me i'm gonna score mine a 90 because construction was good the burn was amazing uh draw was great I'll, everything about it was good the first half i mean it had good flavor but it was just kind of ordinary like i you know maybe i'm taking price to consideration a little bit on that one too because I, I would expect a little bit more from something at this high high of price right yeah. but I just thought it was it was okay, right? It was a, it was it was an okay cigar to begin, but that middle half, man, it just went crazy with the, with the flavor. I love the flavor so much, so I'm gonna grade mine a ninety, um, not nowhere 80, near 88, 89, 90, 91. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. We're all kind of you know in the similar area there yeah. with these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it doesn't come close to the first one I smoked. That was one of the best yeah. cigars I've ever had period yeah so i know i i kind of was thinking like okay if i if i come kind of in my in, in in the back of my head unintentionally by comparing the two and it i'm getting a little bit more harsher than i should because of that but no it's it was good it was a solid 90 for me i, I think that's yeah. pretty fair for this yeah my, my i can tell you where i scored the thirds 87 for the first third the draw was atrocious um 90.5 for the second 89.5 for the third um, so, you know, it probably, 
the draw really hurt that. Um, even in the beginning of the second third, the draw was still needed to work. But uh, I would smoke this cigar again. Uh, I'd love to have an opportunity to smoke this again because I'm going to chalk it up. It, maybe it's a one-off that the draw – I just had a little bit of draw problem at the beginning. Well, I had a significant draw problem yeah. at the beginning. But uh, the flavors were – like to were, touch up her mind. Yeah, that, could, yeah, that, would, that would be a little yeah. irritating. Yeah, you know, but it, I'm very it, happy with – I'm much happier with this one than the sheep. I'll tell you that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would love to light up another one of these right now. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I have a good draw. Like I, like I said before, man, like that, that first cigar we had – you know, our birthday year Zodiac cigar to me, like I literally, if I had to, and I had to smoke that, that would be the one cigar I had to smoke the rest of my life. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think overall we could say that this whole, this, this box, every, all of them, the box were, were pretty good. Some were a lot better than others, but overall, generally this sounds like this box was a winner. They did a fantastic job with this. This is a great project that I hope you see it again. Yeah, beautiful project. And I want to echo what Ben said on that. I mean, kudos to Ernesto for taking a incredibly ambitious project to Absolutely. have that many cigars. And you know, he didn't go to the shelf and reband something he had. No. I mean, what cigar maker? And we were talking earlier about you know top five blenders. What cigar maker could take on? simultaneously blending that many cigars and have them be all at that caliber. Uh, it, it, it's super impressive. And it, and it, yeah, it is super. a testament to his ability yeah. and his attention to detail and all, you know, you take the list of just tobaccos, take, take all the tobaccos throughout that whole box and how many different tobaccos. And to me, that's really what a master blender is. A master blender is somebody that can play with different tobaccos and showcase them yeah. the way you want it. And that is a phenomenal. One piece. Vitola. One Vitola. Yeah, one Vitola. One yeah. Vitola. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, I mean, this but, is a very And that may be product. harder than what he did on the tobaccos, actually, yeah. is to say, because we all have cigars that, you know, hey, it works out better in this size or that size or whatever. And to take mm-hmm. one Vitola, there aren't a lot of guys that could pull that off and have them be as good as they were. Yeah. Across uh, the board. Thousand percent. I, I agree. Um, by the way, these cigars, I've, had, I've got a message. Um, they are available. Um, if, you're, if you want to spend a $1,000, um, no one's no one's jacking the price up. Uh, Smoke in and Neptune both have this cigar in stock, yeah. but I, you have I, to buy the box. You I, have to buy the I, whole I, box. Well, I'm telling you, man. Like if if you can afford it, this is definitely one to to buy. I mean, honestly, if if price was no object, I'd like to buy one to smoke now, one to put up the age and see what would happen later. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Like I said, I, there was enough in here. Um, I don't want to give away too much on the dragon yet. But um, but yeah, there's enough in here where it's um, it's it's uh, it's definitely um worth getting. If you're I've had a lot of even... high price cigars lately, and I can tell you that the one that I had last time is easily a two hundred dollar cigar. Damn, and I would that's... have no I would have no problem with it. I'm not yeah. saying I'm buying you know a box of twenty of them. I'm yeah. just saying that I was not disappointed at that price point of what they wanted for for it to be eighty. Solid. Yeah. 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 I, I would agree. It's, um, you know, like I said, if you're an EP, if you're an Ernesto fan, um, and you know, you have the disposable income and I know it's, it's what but, do you, what do you call it? Like when they do, is it an anthology? Like when they do like the, the, the musicians do like an anthology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this anthology. is really an anthology box from Ernesto. 
It, it totally yeah. is. And, and I think I don't know if that's a good reference. It, in my head, it makes sense. I don't know yeah. if it made sense. No, it makes, it's, that's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. And like I you said, the, the blends are up on Coop uh, as well. If you want to go on the Aura article, but the, they have a nice little blend book they do with this. Um, and there's a story behind every one of these. Uh, but you, like I said, you, this is definitely not something Ernesto pulling something off the shelf. If yeah, anything, yeah. I think Ernesto could use some of these blends and maybe use it as a baseline for some future work. I hope he does. I hope he does, too. I, I really hope Especially he does. Especially with this blend. Uh, yeah. And this smoke, <laughs> mine was Nicaragua Pro. It smoked nothing like the Encore is what I'll just tell you. It was so different. So, yeah, yeah it's. I, uh, I would say like this, this is a very ambitious project and he nailed it. So yeah. pull this off. This is fantastic. Yeah. This is Crushed like that. Yeah, that rabbit that I had, my first one, I eighty dollars all day. I wouldn't bat an eye to pay that for another one of those. Yeah. I really wouldn't. All right. So I'd... if you're splitting a box with somebody, rabbit and horse, that's coming from Ben and I. Grab the rabbit and the horse. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Why are there balloons going off behind? I don't you? know. That was weird. What the hell? I was, was weird. That? I don't know how that. <laughs> oh, that happens. Wait, that happens in that happens for one of my one of my team members in meetings. It's crazy. But she I didn't do anything. Like, peace out. I think it's the oh, peace symbol. I did this? She pieces out, too. Peace. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Look at that. Peace. I didn't know you could I do just, that. I just learned peace. something. Peace. Peace. Well, it's not working for the rest of us. Weird. Well, I peace. think you probably can't overuse it. Peace. We could end every show like this. <laughs> now, hey, it's not, now it's not working. You're the rabbit. Anyway, that was a good, <laughs> good into uh, our aura. Uh, what the hell? Xing Zhao? Xing Zhao? That's why Bear introduces it because he's the only one that can pronounce it. Yes, yes. So, yeah, it's the Super yeah. Premium Aura EP Korea Xuan yeah. celebrating yeah. the Chinese Zodiac. Yeah. Uh, buy Fred, it. Buy $1,000. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do it. Sprint for it, man. And Fred, you're welcome back. We'll, we can always do some other cigars with you. You're always welcome back here, too. So, uh, uh, anytime I'd love to. This is a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a couple ideas in my head uh, we can we can talk about, but yeah. Oh, let's All right. By the way, Koo, when can we expect the Year of the Dragon up on uh, the Dece- It's, it's yeah. scheduled for uh, early December. Early December. All right. Early December, so, yeah. I want to get to Thanksgiving with that, yeah. The final chapter of the Coop Coalition review of the, the Super or- Premium Aura EP Korea Schwenschwau celebrating the Chinese Zodiac. Yeah, now, uh, now, now Bear's just showing off. Yeah. Now Bear's just showing off. Look at that box. Right. That box is stunning. Yeah. And, and there's that. an outer box, and there's also one of these red, red velvet oh, sorry. red velvet cases that the box goes in. So, um, mm. you that's, like, that's like a furniture in. piece. Yeah. It's, it's up my upstairs office, which is not a smoking office, has has the box in there. Yeah. Nice. That's um, awesome. But uh, I haven't, I'm going to try to see how it works with a Boveda. Uh, I haven't tried to, like I said, I took the cigars out when when I when I got them. So I bet it worked fine as a human or regular. It's human. very well. The seal's incredible on this thing. Yeah, nice. So sounds good. Well, yep. thanks everybody for joining us on Facebook, and if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Peace.